0: to bet that every time you get onto your horse and get into arena and begin working, you ride one form of a circle or another, okay? Now, the thing is, for something we do so often, we can very often make a bit of a mess of it. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world to help you make a plan for every ride and not only have the plan to actually go and take action on the plan in a way that you understand what you're doing and you're able to communicate that across to your horse so as you both can kind of stack up those wins in the saddle together now before I go any further with today's content I want to just mention two really important things number one we are doing the equestrian 12 days of Christmas challenge again this year it's absolutely free it's don't worry it's not complicated you don't need your own horse okay and um, but what it is is basically paying it forward a lot of gratitude and a lot of just if we could say, shining a light on the people inside of the horsey industry, both online and offline, who have helped you, have influenced you, and just getting the word out about them and just saying a big thank you to them. So you can join up for that over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash Christmas. And the second thing I want to mention is, yes, oh yes, this coming Friday is Black Friday. If you want to be the first to know about the massive Big promotion that we're running. Um, you can join up for the VIP waitlist over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash black. Okay, so back to today and the circle. So, first and foremost, what a lot of people tend to kind of get wrong about a circle <laughs> before they even start is that they don't accurately mark out the circle. So when we start riding with our circles, we, we kind of automatically think it's something that we've been doing since before preschool. Normally, uh, you know, we know what a circle is. So we think, therefore, that it's quite simple it's not okay and what I would suggest you do is you actually go and mark your circle out now this will depend on your abilities to see a line in your riding if you're fairly good at seeing a line I would then say just mark out almost like a square if you could imagine four points and then all you're going to do is ride an arc between an equal arc between each of those four points and voila you have a circle okay now if you're maybe riding a line capabilities are not that great you might have to maybe mark out eight points so that you're actually marking things that you're going around and you have a more accurate circle fleshed out but either way I do suggest doing that okay now so that all being said and done I don't really want to talk about the shape of the circle today I want to actually talking about keeping the horse riding in a consistent way and bend and shape on the circle that you're riding okay because that's where we get well off track <laughs> and that's first and foremost what I want to talk about getting off track. So what we fail to understand as riders a lot of the time is that when we're on the circle we do indeed have to be thinking about straightness. Now we're not thinking about straightness in the traditional what myself yourself might see as straight which would be a line okay. Straightness when we're talking about circles and horses means basically that the two legs on the left side of your horse's body will stay on one track and the two legs on your right on the right side of your horse's body will stay on the other track okay so if you could imagine train tracks you know train tracks they're parallel lines or tracks they run they can consistently run parallel to each other regardless of where the track goes okay I want you to start thinking about that with your horse and trying to establish okay those tracks and then keeping your horse on those tracks, okay? So that comes down to being able to channel correctly. So when we are riding our horses, we are all the time thinking about creating a channel and then maintaining the channel, okay? So what's in the channel? The channel is filled with energy, okay? So as we know, the energy starts off in the back end, the engine room, the hindquarters, and then it's kind of channeled through, it's filtered through all the way so it comes to the front end. We gather it up there and then we're directing the horse from the front end. Well, we're not directing it from the front end. That's not correct. But it's at the front end. It kind of, we're directing it. And then it gets basically channeled back down to the back end again and all the way through. So it's like this loop, okay? But... If we are not consciously maintaining that channel, what can very often happen is the energy begins to either leak out in spots that we don't want it to leak out at, or it begins to overflow on other spots because it's restricted elsewhere, okay? So I want you to just think about that today as we're talking about circles, and the next time you're riding a circle, you first of all have to think about the energy starting at the back end flowing through staying on those tracks okay remember the train tracks the energy your job is to keep that energy on those train tracks or between the train tracks if you want okay so you have to keep it there all the way and then it's going out the front not falling out the front but as it's going out the front your horse is moving that way okay that is the energy coming out the front it's your horse taking you on to the next stride okay so that is where you need to think about this now i mentioned there that kind of <laughs> the energy can leak out <laughs> or it can uh, overflow in certain places and the reason this often happens is because our aids Not balanced and our aids are not independent. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we spoke a lot last week about the independent seat, and we said one of the things about the independent seat is that everything works independently of each other when we have a truly independent seat, and everything being all the different parts of your body that go to communicating to your horse, which of course is everything. Okay, so Thinking about this from a circle point of view, for example, if you were to put on your inside leg, okay, so let's say your inside leg, and your inside leg is a very important part of the aids for riding a circle, so your inside leg is on, but in order to put it on, you are losing the relaxation through your inside leg, okay, now bear with me, you're probably thinking, whoa, Lauren, we're talking about circles, never we're going to talk about legs and relaxation, yes, because that's the basics, that is the foundation of it all, okay, so let's just say you've got your inside leg on, but you're there's a lot of excess tension there happening okay with that inside leg and as you're doing that you're kind of gripping up with your leg now I want you to think about the next part of what would happen there when you begin to grip up through the inside leg your seat will inevitably begin to creep across that saddle it will migrate it will do a little bit of a a, a, kind of a, a gentle swoosh if you want across the saddle to the outside now now the whole dynamics of that circle have changed, okay? Firstly, because where your inside seat bone should be slightly, and that's key, slightly more weighted than the outside, what has happened now is that all of our seat bones basically have migrated to the outside and it's going to throw the balance and of course the horse what he's trying to do is keep the two of you upright at all times so he is going to move out to try and rebalance that which is going to move you where off the track okay so thinking about back to that channeling okay if there's a weak part in your channel okay so and the weak part could be there as I mentioned the inside leg or it could be your outside rein or it could be your outside leg might not be working it could be the fact that your shoulders are completely tensed and moving against the horse there's lots of weak points that we could have but if you have a weak point it is definitely going to influence other parts of your body which is going to end up in the channel itself becoming well compromised and when the channel becomes compromised the energy goes other places it does not go where we want it doesn't stay on the tracks that we want to keep it on so how can we begin to fix this well first and foremost we need to start understanding the aids for getting onto the circle and then maintaining the circle and we need to understand that those aids have to be continuously rebalanced every single stride okay now later as you get better at this it doesn't become such a volume of work okay it becomes a lot easier because you put different things on autopilot and basically you and your horse learn to almost balance yourselves a little bit better on the circle so you don't need to constantly be course correcting and managing it okay but for the most part when we're starting out we do need to be very I suppose, micro-managing the whole AIDS situation and our horse. So I want you to think about that as you're going on the circle, you first of all start with your seat. So your seat should be nicely in place. Your inside seat bone should be slightly ahead of your outside seat bone, so slightly forward, and it should be slightly more weighted. Now, a lot of people get confused on this and they kind of lean on their inside seat bone to the point where their outside seat bone has actually left the saddle. There might even be daylight between their bum cheek on the outside and the saddle. You don't want that, okay? You want to make sure you can definitely feel your outside seat bone on that saddle as well, but it's just not as weighted as the inside. And if you think about weight in your inside, I want you to think about just Kind of stretching a little bit down, using the muscles in your torso on on the inside of your body. Okay, so you just want to kind of stretch those muscles a little bit, and that will simply wait it for you there. Okay, so we said the outside seatbone, Why have we mentioned this? Well, obviously, as you know, your inside seat bones connected to your inside leg, and your inside leg has a big part to play when it comes to your horse going forward on the circle, and and of course the channel as well. But so too has your outside leg, and if your outside leg is not in play, what can very often happen is. Your your horse's hindquarters, can leave the tracks, okay? They sway off the tracks. The outside back leg kind of leaves, he derails a little, which of course is not letting that energy funnel all the way through your channel. So your outside leg equally as important. I want you then to think about as the energy creates through, okay, comes through. You want to make sure that you're allowing it through underneath you and then that you're gathering it up at the front end okay so this would be your contact at the front end that it's all being gathered into a lot of people start riding the circle thinking about their contact and they basically wheelbarrow their horse around it don't it has to come from the back end and it has to ride through to the front end and then when it's there that is where you can begin to can we say gather it up and really channel it and direct it where you want it to go with your horse. Now, I would definitely suggest starting in walk, building up the trot, and later then cantering. You can do all sorts of circles, all kind of sh- sizes. We won't say shapes, there's only one shape, but you can do all sizes, and then you can start to add in half circles, and you can start adding half circles together, things like that. So there's lots of different variations on this, but what's important is that you understand the basic fundamentals of riding the circle, keeping your horse on it in a way that you have almost kept him on the tracks okay and that you're maintaining the energy flow through the channel all the way okay i'm gonna leave that for this week once again please 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 pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash christmas and sign up there to join us in the 12 days of christmas equestrian challenge it is going to be so much fun last year we had a lot of fun doing it i had a lot of fun i was actually in ireland at the time this year it's going to be a bit odd because the videos will be kind of in south africa and well we're in the bottom half of the world which means we are smack bang heading into the middle of summer and so it might look a bit strange from a christmas perspective but there we go we'll make it work somewhere or the other and but yeah i would love for you to join us uh, in that and then also if you're interested in getting yourself a really good deal you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash black and almost bearing in mind and I suppose you know that that uh, this is very timely so if you listen to this at a later point in the year or even next week well that's going to be gone so uh, if you're listening to it at the, the the correct time you should be listening to it there you go you can do that get on the wait list and of course get access to everything a little bit before everybody else okay I hope you have a great week keep well and I'll chat to you soon be good bye <music>